we don't tweet a lot from the brunch account, but I like the idea of you know how people announce that they're taking over. Yeah. Like, hey guys, like big news! <laughs> I'm taking over my workplace's Snapchat. <laughs> Can you believe it? Like, well, yeah, you fucking work for that place, and. Yes, I completely believe that. Uh, we have to do that <laughs> with like Twitter takeover <laughs> on oh, the account that me and DJ run all the time. Right. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna come right out the gate with little bitch of the week and uh LBOTW this week is actually kind of an S O T Y I. It's yeah, it's more of a communal little bitch of the week to a lot of people and uh we text about it this morning and we both have the exact same take well and i don't know if that's true we we agreed that the, this would be a good little bitch of the week but we haven't even discussed it yet that's that's right uh it was just suggested and then said definitely all right so uh this week's little bitch of the week the first communal uh community little bitch of the week is everybody who's surprised that jimmy fallon pushed out with donald trump last night right it's that is that was insane to me, and I almost said something on Twitter last night when because everybody was up in a in an uproar over it, and I almost said something being like, "What the fuck did you people expect? Yeah, can't, you can't do that." Yeah, right. And I just was like, "It's not even worth it." I'm, right. I'm I'm going to bed happy. I'll <laughs> I'll let it slide, and then now we get to talk about it on the podcast. Congrats but it's like going to bed happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean that was so the analogy that I that I made to myself yeah was it's like it's like making a shit sandwich yeah and then criticizing someone once you force them to eat it okay my analogy was uh it's like being mad at your poodle for not attacking a crazy murderer who enters your house that's like, pretty good that's one too. Like, jimmy fallon is not the attack dog right and this is to say obviously i'll, I'll speak for myself i hate donald trump i am fucking terrified of donald trump uh, if you look at his recent comments when he was asked about um, potentially being cyber attacked, he just riffed on the word cyber for like five minutes instead That's of what actually. He does. Right. So I, I hate Donald Trump, terrified of Donald Trump, hate everything he stands for. But you guys are respecting Jimmy Fallon way too much. Right. Here. You're yeah. giving him way too much credit as someone like. Dude, Jimmy Fallon has never been that guy. He's a little bitch boy, and he's not going to go alienate half of or whatever, like a, a large portion of people who watch TV by going after Donald Trump. And you know what's funny is the person that would do that is like Stephen Colbert. Yeah. And he would give Donald Trump a fucking hard time and, yeah. and actually give him like tough questions and stuff. And nobody no fucking watches, watches that yeah, guy's yeah, show. Exactly. I was just about to say, and he would do a fucking 0.000 right. doing it. So. Yeah, I think that we're giving Jimmy Fallon too much credit. Nobody I, expects late night TV to be like a political grill. Like, right? Nobody's expecting that. Maybe if you had David, maybe who is still David Letterman, he would be like sarcastic, and it would be funny because he would give him a hard time with without like outwardly giving him a hard time. And I think that they they know. I'm sure the producers know. Like. We don't want Jimmy Fallon to say anything to ruffle feathers with Donald Trump because if Donald Trump goes back at Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon's going to fucking crumble. Like he's not right. that dude. If uh, if Craig Jimmy Ferguson went liked. after right, exactly. If Craig Ferguson went after Donald Trump and Trump like gave it back to him, Craig Ferguson would be like. I don't give a fuck, man. I'll do this all night. I've been through some shit in my life. Like this is just a fucking speed bump for me. Yeah, uh, uh, it's 
it's, to me, it's just crazy that that people are fucking so angry at Jimmy Fallon for not like standing up. And, I think you can and, be angry at him. I think you can't be surprised. I, like, I I mean, like even being angry at him is kind is kind of insane to me. It's like you're angry at at this guy who's being put in that position because there are so many other fucking people who are supporting Donald Trump for some goddamn right. godforsaken reason. Well, yeah, exactly. Like you you couldn't rationally expect him to alienate that many viewers. Um I am 0.00000 surprised by it. Um so it's funny cuz we didn't have a little bitch of the week uh last night and then the the Fallon Trump thing happened and at first I was like the obvious thing would be to go after Fallon but why is everybody going after Fallon right. like why again I, I think you can be upset you can be annoyed why I mean all I watched was the the clip of him tussling Trump's hair and it was exactly what I expected it to be he's giggling the whole time and he's he's being really silly and that has its strengths and weaknesses uh, I don't think we've discussed Jimmy Fallon uh, much I never got it with Jimmy Fallon. I liked him when he started, when he had the old Conan slot, which was the one after the one he currently has. But I always thought, like, Lozo tweeted basically my thoughts on it last night, which was... How the fuck did this guy get He was famous? okay on SNL. Mm-hmm. He was the guy who was always breaking, super fucking annoying. Uh, his movies sucked. Um, that song, uh, Idiot Boyfriend, kind of a banger, but... <laughs> Like you, you can't just have one thing. He's, I mean, he's charismatic, and he's like not a good interview or whatever. But like his whole his whole show is based off of creating viral viral cr- clips, yes. which oh, makes they, him a success. They were, yeah, they were way ahead of the curve there. Right. Um, this isn't a humble brag. This is to put things in context. Uh, a couple of people when I was in college uh, said would say like, "Oh, you're like Jimmy Fallon," and at the time that was such like a fucking slap in the face it was such a backhanded compliment (laughs) it was like oh you're clearly trying to be funny uh so and yet somehow since then jimmy fallon has blown up it's just just because he's like you said he he knew how to play to the internet uh internet hungry audience right it that's the that's a major reason why his show is a success and it's i mean i i watch it <laughs> you know, like, I don't. I don't think that Jimmy Fallon himself is great. I think a lot of times those segments are too forced. Like when he did the thing with Billy Joel, um, and they had an app that looped stuff, so they did a two-man acapella group. It that seemed really, really forced to me. But just in general, Jimmy Fallon, slightly funny. Uh, the Roots, awesome. Right, banger guests. Uh, some again, sometimes the games are too silly when they play fucking oversized beer pong and shit like that don't need it don't love it but yeah uh, i don't know where uh suddenly we got to the point where we thought that jimmy fallon was gonna like be like a, a journalist Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, <laughs> that just wasn't gonna happen so um so a little bitch of the week to you guys and uh shout out to, to you idiots because that was just a big uh surprise i think for both of us um there is a new thing called devour it's a oh company uh we this this kind of loops back to our just for men discussion. Uh, it's a comp. I don't know if it's an old company that's rebranded, but it's microwavable food. Uh, a lot of it is mac and cheese based, um, and it is called Devour. But here's the thing: it is they're marketing it one thousand percent for men. 
Well, it's not even like for men. It's for horny men. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> They're marketing their food, their microwavable dinners to horny old men. Been a while. <laughs> Get in this mac and it's cheese. Like, it's like Hungry Man on Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, to those who haven't seen the commercial, congrats. But it's uh, a guy in a warehouse um, on his break, and he's microwaved his... Uh, it's mac and cheese with bacon, you know, <laughs> and he's eating it and he's talking to it, saying like, you are, you're a naughty, naughty little girl. girl. Yeah. And he's just really <laughs> getting in there with the mac and cheese. And then um, his boss comes in and says, are you, what does he say? Oh, he's like, did you just spank your mac and cheese? And he says, yes. And then the boss says, Nice. <laughs> And that's the fucking commercial. Uh, they might have the the saddest demographic of any. Oh yes, saddest target demographic of any product in America. If you're starting off with a TV dinner, right. demo, That's so not it's, good. It's and a then TV, the subset of that is it's a t- TV dinner, and on top of that, you have to be as p- more even more pathetic than that. You want to have to fuck your TV dinner, right? Yeah, exactly. There, there's a lot of TV dinner people who are. It's like. Why do you eat TV dinners? Because I work two jobs and I don't right. have time to put food on the table. I don't have t- time to prepare a nice meal for my kids. So we had to microwave stuff. I don't want to put those chemicals in their body, but this is the hand we're dealt and we're dealing with it. Nope. nope. These guys. <laughs> these, are, these are sad, lonely men who are just not getting any sex and they're just going to stick their dick in a bacon <laughs> mac and cheese They're going for the mac and cheese. Um, By the way, there are... Don't, I I don't want to make this seem like I'm completely shitting on TV dinners. There are some good TV dinners, like the. Uh, oh, I'm good. I looked up Devour, and they've got a uh, chick. They've got microwavable chicken and waffles. So I'm definitely going to try that at some <laughs> point soon. Like, you have to upload. I a am video. their demographic. Yeah. <laughs> you have to upload a video of you being like, "Yeah, you yeah. dirty bitch." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the, those commercials are like for any uh, any food product to market itself in like a sexual manner is a weird weird approach. It's just a very sad commercial, but I think that uh, we did the right thing by coming up with some uh, additional slogans for it. Um, so what, what do you have? Uh, the first one that I came up with is this shitty food isn't the only ass you're gonna be eating tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, I got uh, let me see. Uh, you're eating for you, she'll be eating for two, because you're getting that pregnant. <laughs> oh, God, that is disgusting. <laughs> well, when you when you have that white cheddar mac and cheese with bacon. I liked your other one, what, the, what uh, the bacon, the bacon-related one. Oh, what was, uh, was uh, what was it? Like, first comes bacon, then comes the, shaking. No, or the bed <laughs> yeah. shaking. The, the first bed comes sh- bacon, then comes the bed shaking. <laughs> nice. Uh, so that was uh that was that was enjoyable. I've got. Do you have one more? I don't have any more. I have one more. Okay, let's do it. It's the TV dinner that'll get you T's and V. <laughs> nice. So that was clever. Today's episode has been brought to you by, by Devour. Devour. <laughs> do we actually have uh, a sponsorship upgrade? Uh, we update? will for Monday's episode. Ah. Um, but yeah, the sponsorship thing is starting to trickle in. So we'll have one for Monday's episode. Um, can we get more bread? Yes. Uh, that's, the, that's the name of a new segment. Yep. Can we get more bread? We thought of a bunch of new segments yesterday. 
really riffing hard. We're bringing the fire on the new segments. All today. right, so uh, start. What what's can we get more bread? What does that mean? Uh, can we get more bread? Is our uh, is our sponsorship slash merch? It update? means we're trying to get money, right? It means can we can we get some more bread? Uh, we've also got uh, weekly specials. Weekly specials. Got something special that week? Yep. Just toss it out there. Um, uh, we've got. Uh, we're gonna need another minute, which means we're talking, and then we say. You know what? We're gonna need another minute, which means this isn't done. <laughs> we're interrupting a, a, conver- a conversation <laughs> to, say, to, say, to say that we're gonna continue the conversation. Yeah, it's yeah, like it, it's not like a two minute warning or anything, but it's just saying like I'm, I'm sorry to cut so, you off there. By the way, I'm sure what way. you're saying is very interesting, but we're gonna have to continue. By this the right way, now. this isn't over. Yeah, <laughs> we've got. Uh, what would you recommend? It's that could be uh, like any recommendations about pop culture, music, anything. movies, TV, anything like that. Um, uh, Maybe you don't like my take. I say, okay, Pete, okay, <laughs> tough guy. What would you recommend? Right, and then you <laughs> might, might reshape that take. Um, I heard this is good. What's that? And this is that's like when uh, we <laughs> haven't seen anything, and when we haven't seen anything like uh, that, most people have seen, and they say that it's good, but we're just like, mm, I heard this is good, but. Have we said? Uh, have we gotten to send it back yet? Oh, send it back. That's one of my uh, my favorite ones. Yeah, that that was a good. That that was all you. Um, uh, send it back is when you're disgusted by something. Yeah. and you just want to fucking send say, it back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send, I'm gonna send back. this back. Yeah, uh, maybe you can do it with your own take if you say something and you realize because a lot of times, ooh, bad take, right? right. <laughs> yeah, like, a lot of times as it comes out, you're like, ooh, it wasn't, didn't, didn't work. I'll use the comparison of. Uh, like when Feidelberg said, uh, when you take a shot and it's like one shot too many, and you know as it's going down, like, uh, no, that was a bad, done that. bad decision. A lo- that happens a lot of times with takes, and you just have to, to double you down. Have to, you have to force yourself right. through it and just like end it. This a, way, a, you can immediately relinquish <laughs> the rights of that take. Well, um, bad take, sending this back. Uh, another segment uh, is going to be, um, oh, no, I, I wish, though. Which, you know, like when people bring over uh, food to the wrong table and you're sitting there and you, 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 you're just like with a friend getting drinks or something. Yeah, and they dude. come over with this like magnificent fucking right. platter and you have to make a little joke. You have to make a little joke about. Like, I wish though. It, it's not mine, but you can leave it here right. or something like that. I lo- I'm the guy that makes those jokes. That, I, love I mean, it. that joke has to be made every time. Yeah. It's like, should have ju- just said that it was mine. Quick, th- I think that I've made this, if not on this podcast, then in real life a million times. Uh, nothing is worse than when a waiter comes to get your fucking empty ass plate and says, oh, I didn't like it. <laughs> because I think I might be repeating a take, but it's just basically saying like, hey, guess who eats all the food? Good you. job, fatty. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, another segment we have is say when. Say when. That's so it. it's just like if you're I'm afraid if, of that if there's one. if there's too much there's too much <laughs> happening you just say you just say when and yes. then it's over yeah it's it's uh you the counter to that is if you use a say when on me I can say yeah actually we're gonna need another minute <laughs> <laughs> and then I extend it there's a lot of these takes uh or a lot of these segments can um kind of rocks paper scissors the other one. So if you try to switch gears by dropping one of these, you can just use a more powerful one on it. Basically, we're going to need another minute. <laughs> it's is kind the of the trump, trump card. card. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, we've got the bathroom is gross. That's a segment where if 
like you're talking about a bathroom and wasn't for you. Like if you just used the bathroom, come back, didn't like it. The bathroom, the bathroom's you could, gross, you could by do the like, way. <laughs> yeah, it has to be, by the way. By the way, the disgusting in there. And uh, There's also, uh, what's Yelp say? And that's just when we do our reviews. So uh, we've got some reviews. So let's jump into let's those. See what Yelp says. 85, no. Uh, oh, I'll do this one. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name. But uh, it's called, This is a Callout Review. I don't like anything that starts with this is since fight song happened. <laughs> um, but love the bad boys of podcasting, but DJ is wrong about Lord and Royals and Pete is right. Thanks for making the drive to school fun. Um, so what this person is referring to is I was at a thing uh, for work and they were playing Royals and I hadn't heard Royals in a while. And I think Royals is one of the elite, elite pop songs of the last few years. It's basically Royals and somebody that I used to know. And I tweeted, "Is I didn't say that Royals is the best pop song of the last five years, but I just asked the question, um, try to stir the debate. And it actually got like a few quick, like, yes, yes, yes. And then a lot of no's. But uh, I, and your argument was that it's not even the best song on Pure Heroin, mm-hmm. which I think is... I think your take is well-intentioned, but I think you're overlooking how great Royals is. I think that basically you're like, yeah, but hearing half these other songs is more enjoyable because of how overplayed Royals is. What was Uh, your favorite? Team. Team, yeah. Team's definitely the second best song on that album. I like Team the best off that album, and then I would put Royals in Tennis Court as like a pretty close two and three. Yeah, I th- I just think that when Ro- the first time I heard Royals, I was like, "What the fuck is this? This yeah. is like th- there aren't too many pop songs that come out these days that you're like, this doesn't sound like anything else, and I love every second of it." <laughs> I uh, my take honestly is that I'm kind of over Lord, and I told you this. Yes, and, that was. Uh, it's not that I don't like Lord. I think that she has just she sp- spent too much time in the background since Pure Heroin. Yeah, like she didn't capitalize on the 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 momentum that that album got her right and so now it's just like i'm kind of kind of over i'm sure like if she puts out another good album i'll be kinda like over all right whatever told to but, put her hands up in the air <laughs> right uh i my my theory is just that any lord song would be better as a moo so or, or mo now since she i know she calls herself mo now right so she's done a couple interviews and videos where she's like Hi, everybody. And she's talking in her accent. And then she's like, I'm Mo. I'm like, nah, girl. <laughs> she's just conceding it yeah, to, to the that's... American speakers who butcher it. Uh, I think that every Lord song would be better as a Moo song. So I love that take because just that's that's my girl. But uh, I am annoyed that Lord is taking so long. And here's what's going to happen. It's going to be like when Kendrick Lamar and Houndmouth came out with albums like a week apart from each other. It's like... She's going to release it right after somebody else that you can Right after, about. like, Haim. Right. Like, yeah. They're both going to come at the same time. I'm going to be like, motherfuckers, they I've spent, been waiting for both of these. They four years apiece, right. and then they're going to release within a week of exactly. each other. I was... And then John Mayer's going to release his new album. Right. It took so long for me to, by so long, like, multiple days, but that's more days than I, that's longer than I would have taken, uh, to get around to listening to the Houndmouth album, because yeah. Kendrick Lamar had just come out with Pim Butterfly. Don't um, do that shit, guys. Also... Uh, we fucked up last week by not mentioning 
uh, or Monday. We fucked up Monday, but not mentioning it was the 10th anniversary of Continuum. Oh, which really? Is, yeah, which oh, is yeah. one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, uh, he tweeted. Uh, he what did he? He said something like, I still have that jacket or something. Oh, yeah. He was like, this is the best. Super nostalgic. Some, some people say that. Have you ever seen the the, the post that he put up on uh, on Instagram one time? Where he was like, it's like, I love this jacket. And it was the Continuum jacket. And he was like, some people say that it's the best jacket that I've ever that I've ever owned. And that I may not have a better jacket again. But I still have faith that I'm going to make a really good jacket. And I'm going to wear it proudly. I'm gonna make a really good jacket. Like he was, he was using it as oh like, album, right? Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Because like some people say this is the best jacket I've ever owned, and that I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna own a better one. Yeah, um, no, I think c- that I don't get the, all the John Mayer hate. I don't understand it. I think that no, I love John Mayer, uh, but I like John Mayer like an old guy likes John Mayer. Like uh, if you're like, what's your favorite John Mayer album? I'm gonna be like, oh, try, and then the kids will be like, yeah. Try was great. Yeah. Um, I that, still think Continuum is the, the peak. Yeah. But I, so my friend put it perfectly in college, um, and this is this shows what douchebag kind of man thinking existed back then. He was like, John Mayer is the guy that you want to take your girlfriend to see because she wants to see him, but you get to see him shred. So it's like good for everybody. So if you're just a guy who needs to see some shredding, then that i mean that's 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 a zero <laughs> explanation of john mayer yes uh, for me as a as a 3 or 4 yeah. i've just been on the john mayer train for forever yeah much. um i uh so again i celebrate his live performances more than i celebrate his actual albums continuum was obviously everybody knew all the fucking songs on it that was the waiting on the world to change album yep um He's, he's pivoted to like a more folk folk uh, area, yeah. Which is like he's followed my tastes. <laughs> yeah. Like I will say that he hasn't been amazing in the folk genre, yeah. But he has he has just followed me in my musical interests. So it's it's what was awesome. the like kind of Americana album? Uh, Born and raised. Born and raised, and then also the latest one, which was Paradise Valley. That was pretty Americana okay. too. And so he's gone a while too. He's yep. been kind of hyming it up pretty. Well, big he's himself. been doing the uh, he's been doing the the Grateful Dead thing. Oh, that's right, Dead and Company. Yeah. So yeah, um, but I would recommend. I've seen him. I think just twice but i think i've seen it like four times and it's just yeah, a fucking show great live show yeah. um he uh i saw him at eric clapton's crossroads festival a few years ago and he and keith urban who keith urban is on a similar kind of thing to john mayer where there's this perception about him that puts off a lot of douchey guys which actually that's not true because douchey guys like country and they actually they're drawn to Keith Urban. But Keith Urban and like Brad Paisley, those guys can just fucking shred. They got great voices. Yeah, they do some bitchy songs, but whatever. Um, but John Mayer and Keith Urban did "Don't Let Me Down" by the Beatles, and it was fucking dope. We just uh, had a nice riff on John Mayer. Yeah. So no uh, pun intended, because <laughs> riff is a guitar thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to do this review, which says thenosebleeds.com, mm. which is the blog that I ran in c- 
college, so I'm interested to, to see what this one says. Dearest bad boys, I am currently an undecided freshman in college at a school with a prestigious journalism school. At a school with a prestigious journalism school. Top 10 in the country, question mark, weird brag. Uh, yeah, it was a weird brag. Uh, I would have emailed you this. However, what are the odds you would have checked it anytime soon? Anyway, by the way, we've checked our we emails. We get alerts. Yeah. We see everything. It, we we learned from our mistake yeah, the first time added, that we... It's on my phone at right. least. Uh, anyway, lately I've been starting to think that I may want to pursue a career in the sports media field. I'm from Boston and I see you two as accomplished individuals in your field at very young ages. DJ's not that young. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am not More sure at the... Accomplished. <laughs> I am not sure at the moment if my ultimate goal is to be a writer, a reporter, or an anchor on a decent network. I was hoping the boys who bring the noise, a.k.a. the bad boys of podcasting, could give me some tips on what to do and what I could do to stand out from the rest. Could you guys possibly break down your careers and give me some good tips and or things you wish you had done? I'm just hoping to drop... You drop some of that sloppy nutrients you call knowledge on me. Thanks for the help. 12 out of 10 podcast would smash. Uh, I would direct this guy to our thing with uh, uh, Jesse. Shit, uh, Pucks and Rec. Yeah. I almost called it uh, along the boards. Uh, Parks and Rec. We gave, uh, I don't, uh, we kind of did, we did like a lot of kind of industry speak right. and takes and stuff. Um, yeah. Do you want to like dive much deeper or? I, ba- I I guess the the advice that I always give is that like do a bunch of things, figure out what you like, figure out what you don't like, uh, and be self aware. That's like the, I feel like that's the best advice that you can give anybody is just be self aware because there are so many people in the in like the reporter world or yeah. in the journalism world that just aren't self aware and it's so cringeworthy. Yeah, that's true. Like a lot of people are super. Uh, self-unaware and i feel like that's a thing that that we at least mock the bejesus out of but um yeah my biggest thing would be to to hustle and to grind and yeah, like kind of make your own breaks it's obviously a tougher industry to make your own breaks but um just fucking grind grind get an internship do right. whatever tell a place early on that like you'll contribute for them right or start a blog like and just get hands-on do right. a bunch of shit write all the time if that's what, if you're considering writing like write all the time yeah. read all the time read other people's shit like find out what you like from other people don't necessarily copy it but like realize what you like from other people like what you know what stands out to you and kind of like draw from different inspirations and kind of create your own thing yeah we both um we both did websites like like had our own websites and i think like multiple internships when we were in college right yeah yeah yeah. um so there's no time that's too early to start um i'll shout out uh june lee who since he was like four years old has been like finding he was definitely he was definitely that, the kid who got like a computer at four years old and like started writing right long form pieces right yeah but i mean i was when i was in uh high school i was like a uh someone who d- did tv i don't know if i should name dropper but uh like a someone who's kind of prominent in tv uh came to my school for like a career day thing or whatever and she knew Tony Maserati, and she gave me his email address. So I, when I was in like 
when I was in high school, like junior or whatever, I would just like email Tony Maserati being like, hi, I really like to write about sports. Here's a thing. I, I know that like you don't want it, but I just wrote about why the, the Mariners shouldn't have signed Adrian Beltre. And he'd respond and be like, hey, sweet shit, man. <laughs> or whatever. So like, I, really, I've actually sent an email to Tony Maz uh, a few times in the past as well. Really? Because he's a Waltham. He's a Waltham oh, grad. Oh, okay. So I was like, hey. Anything you can do to help me out, like looking for an internship, I'm a walking yeah. grad, like I'd love to to whatever, work under you or whatever, and he didn't respond. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So he was always pretty good about, um, like in college, whenever I had to do one of those, uh, like interview someone from a field that you want to blah, blah, yeah. I would just be like, ah, Maz, Maz. <laughs> Um Which is funny. I don't, I don't think that he knows that... Uh, I'm that person. Oh, really? Uh, I think that when I was emailing him back in the day, I thought my name was going to be David. So I'm pretty sure I was like David s- signing the emails David Bean or like David J. Bean or something like that. And uh, now now we kind of know each other as adults. But um, yeah, there was a there was like a David Bean part of Tony Maz's life. <laughs> I would if, if my final piece of advice would just be like, it the, one of the best things that you can be in like the industry n- now is different. Yeah, it doesn't matter like what kind of different or like if you if you're able to bring something that that employers and consumers aren't going to find anywhere else. Yeah, that's a huge plus for you. And also find what this this is hard to do. I was actually I was talking uh, with somebody the other day and uh, I we were talking about Bill Simmons and I brought you up. Because Bill Simmons, he took advantage of that the internet was becoming a big thing, and he like right. he, he was he, he was he he was first. He was right. early, he, and everyone then tried to do exactly what Bill Simmons did, and they all failed. And it seemed like there wasn't going to be another thing to kind of say, like you know what, I'm going to fucking own this space. And then you, I mean, you you're not Bill Simmons yet, nope. <laughs> but you were like, I'm going to do this with Twitter. And you fucking did, and I'm sure now there's going to be like Pete Black, like it's going to become a Pete Blackburn copycat league, and I'm kind of interested to see kind of where that happens. That was a very strong compliment, but Thank I was you. trying to couch it and be like, <laughs> "You're you're not you're Bill not, Simmons, <laughs> right?" Um, but I mean, th- there are a lot of similarities between you and Bill Simmons, so just fucking take the compliment, man. Thanks, man. Uh, what else do we have? Happy uh, first birthday brunch. Oh. Wow, that's one of the only like happy birthdays that we got after we <laughs> congratulated many, ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, there was like a lot of hey, we did a birthday episode. Did you hear it? We yeah. threw a birthday party and nobody showed up. Yeah, and nobody brought presents. Uh, I started listening to the podcast in July, and it is one of the best decisions I've ever made. Monday and Friday are better days because of brunch. Thanks, Pete and Deej, for doing this podcast. Also, congrats on the sex. We've gotten some. Um People asked if we could do other days, like other than Monday or Friday, maybe move it around, maybe switch it up. Um, that sounds treacherous. <laughs> it's so I, I've actually been thinking about like what would it be like if the person who who told us to who told us to consider it was like put it out on Tuesdays and Thursdays because part of my take comes out on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I want a podcast every day of the week. And and I've actually thought I've thought about. Tuesdays and Thursdays and not like just in the part of my take yeah. sense because 
I don't even know if like po- competing podcasts is yeah. like a thing. You can listen to podcasts whenever the fuck you want. Right. Uh, there's no market share. Right. Uh, so, but I just think that Tuesdays and Thursdays are too fucking close together. Yeah, they are. We would have to. You would get a lot more uh, things that were recorded four or five days earlier. Right. And one, I think that we've fallen pretty heavily into our Friday episodes are recorded either Thursday evening or early Friday morning, and. Our Monday episodes are recorded late, late our, Sunday yeah, night we, or early crack of dawn Monday. One of these days, we're going to get our Monday thing in control and record something <laughs> at like noon on a Sunday. Um, but until then, you're going to keep getting those uh, the, the fire Monday ones the way they are. Um, speaking of that, that wraps up reviews slash yeah, reviews. all those new segments. Um, let's see. Uh, what was I going to say? Um Oh, speaking of Sunday, we are doing a little fun challenge thing uh, inspired by last week and not doing shit during the NFL games. We are going to see who can move the least during an NFL Sunday. I think I'm going to win. I, I've got something. I've got a strategy up my sleeve that I think is going to be advantageous. So uh, we're going to get um, step counters. And we're going to don them. And I think we're going to spread it over two weeks, right? Right. So I'm going to go this weekend, and then you go next week. Yeah, you go this weekend. I'll go next weekend. And uh, we should have some ground rules. Uh, What are the hours that we're talking about? We we should do from one until the The end end of of the the second second round games. Yes, Until the last second round game is over. So basically until Red Zone turns off. Right. Yeah. Um, And it's least steps you can take uh the number one rule is you have to go to the bathroom in the restroom yes um there's no no bottles no yeah Um, no catheters yes uh you can use as many people as you want you can uh you can develop a squad you can have people bring stuff to you uh i what do you think our kind of over under is for total steps um, I'm gonna say like thirty. I was I was gonna say thirty. Yeah, I would say that thirty is a nice round number to shoot for. Um, this is gonna be one of those challenges, though, kind of like the the eating thing, where the loser can be a dick and be like, "Oh, you really only took nine steps for like." That's unhealthy. No, the goal here is right. the least amount of steps possible. Um, is there a drink minimum? Uh, yeah, I think you should have to drink. What do you want to say? Five to six six beers. You need to drink a six pack of something. Yes, a six pack of beers. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't think anyone. I've, I just became the first person who's ever said a six pack of beers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you have to drink a six pack of beer and uh, eat whatever you want. Veg out. You know, just lay low. Um, that's going to be exciting. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait till we get our athletic sponsorship out of this out of this uh, this idea. Yeah, we thought about maybe we can do it in time, but probably not. We were thinking we should get it sponsored by yeah, like Fitbit by Fitbit <laughs> and be like, hey, we want to see how little we can use your product. I think it'll be a big hit with everybody. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be exciting. Uh, maybe we can document it, like. Snap some pics, right. toss it on the old Twitter while we're 
Well, we're it'll be like a Twitter a brunch Twitter takeover. So if you want to see us, <laughs> yes. if you want to see our respective uh, Sunday, what are we calling it? Sunday. Uh, fuck. Uh, I don't know. The we'll we'll come up with like a hashtag or something, and then uh, we'll upload date uh, up updates on Sundays. Yes, on I, the brunch Twitter account, which is listen to brunch. So yeah. follow listen to brunch. I uh, just I was <laughs> laughing. At the idea of a uh, Twitter account takeover, <laughs> because like we don't tweet a lot from the brunch account, but I like the idea of you know how people announce that they're taking over. Yeah. Like, hey guys, like big news! <laughs> I'm taking over my workplace's Snapchat. Can you believe it? Like, well, yeah, you fucking work for that place, and. Yes, I completely believe that. Uh, we have to do that. <laughs> it's like Twitter takeover <laughs> on oh. the account that me and DJ run all the time. Right. <laughs> I'm going to be tweeting exclusively from the account <laughs> that I tweet from. We got to get like, uh, maybe we can get Adam to take a video of us uh, doing the thing where you go, go up to the camera and shake it in the <laughs> with like fucking reggae air horns. <laughs> Twitter takeover. Exactly. That's going to be fucking lit. That's going to be the best part of exclusive dick pics on Listen to Brunch. The issue is we're going to end up taking uh, so many steps because we're going to be waving our arms <laughs> like while we're posting videos. My legs might not be moving, but the camera is. <laughs> Uh, yes, so that's going to be a very, very... And if you want to join along, feel free. Oh, yeah, you can play. Yeah. Uh, like, if we can make this, like, a contest where if you take zero steps and you don't shit and piss yourself right. on Sunday, good for you, you win, we'll give you a shout-out on the podcast. And uh, this will be a little advantage for you. Uh, this will be like the SATs, because we're spraying it out over two weeks, because you go first, if you want, you can retake them. Nice. So if you go and you're like... I took 26 steps, but I think I can get it to 24. Right. I can revise where I where on my low scores. Right. And you can then do the thing where if both of your scores are better than mine, um, that's just a big kind of shameful thing for me. Um, I was a big fan of, in college, uh, one of my roommates got a high score on Guitar Hero or something, and uh, I just skipped class and got all the and just did the top five high scores so when he came back you wouldn't see it so that's just guys being guys just <laughs> fellas really razzing each other in the old college days uh. um so yeah you can you'll have the opportunity to get two of the top three um so we'll think of a good name for that a fun hashtag for that uh we need to talk about Nirvana's Nevermind because the 25th anniversary of Nirvana's seminal album is it's actually next week. I think it was it was September 24th, 1991 it came out. But now the last few days all of the kind of uh tributes, tributes and everything are starting to roll in. So we thought this is an appropriate time to talk about things that are overrated because that's certainly what Nirvana was. Um what uh what do you have for overrated things? Uh, I don't have a list. You don't <laughs> have a list. Unprepared. Okay. What do you have? Uh, watches. 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 You, this, yeah. you would not expect that this take from yeah, me. Yeah, that's that's it. It's a, it. Watches are for vanity. 
I you have to wear a watch for sure, but um, owning like six or seven watches, not that. Don't cool. get it. Right. Yeah, you should own at least me. I own two watches: a black leather one and a brown leather one, and that's kind of all I need. It's like how I feel about belts. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't own. I I own like actually I kind of own a lot of belts. I probably own like six belts. What a bitch. Yeah, belts. No belts are. Belts can be fun. I feel like I talk about overrated things so much that now, like the, now that I'm being put on the spot, yeah. I can't think of any anything. Okay, uh, how about Oktoberfest? Uh, like the festival? Or, no, I wouldn't know. Or j- like the beer? The beer. Uh, it's it's okay. I don't think that it that it gets enough recognition and enough praise for it to be overrated. I don't think you can. <clears throat> it's too. <clears throat> Jesus, the it's, fuck! It's too heavy to enjoy multiple of, and it's not good enough to just have one or two. You know, like I'll take winter lager over. October I could have Fest. a cup. I could have a couple uh, Oktoberfests. Yeah, I think that two's where I max out for Oktoberfest. Then I don't. I don't know. I I either think that you're you're going for speed, you're going for distance, or you're like, you know what? I'm gonna have like a. Fuck, what's the, like, the Lexington, Kentucky bourbon ale? That's one of those things you can have fucking one of, but after you have it, you're like, fuck yeah. What do you think about uh, overrated being uh, Shipyard Pumpkinhead? I actually like Pumpkinhead. I like Pumpkinhead a lot. I do think it might be overrated because people treat it like it's the best. People I don't go, think that well, it's the best. That, that's pumpkin in general, and that's uh, that's probably a lazy, or not lazy, but a very common overrated take that people go crazy with uh pumpkin stuff i think that pumpkin stuff has been called so overrated that it's now back to being underrated because yeah people just kind of bitch about pumpkin stuff like my least favorite take of the year other than there two of my least favorite takes of the year are starbucks related one is when people flip out that they make the the cups red too early who the fuck can could ever care about that um and the other is when people are like oh you you can take your pumpkin spice vanilla chai fucking blah blah. I'm gonna have my regular coffee, Shit, dude. Right? It's like nice. Ooh. You're gonna wash down that <laughs> that bacon mac and cheese with some fucking black coffee. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, now that I think about it, the beach is on the overrated list. The beach. We've talked the about beach. this. Yeah, the beach is very much overrated. Uh, hot What's sauce is overrated. That's not true. Uh, but I'm also not a hot sauce guy. Uh, so. it's, hot sauce is not overrated. I. It makes like everything better. I get, I get annoyed when someone dumps hot sauce on everything. I get annoyed when people dump hot sauce on things that don't need hot sauce. Right. But their hot sauce is not overrated because if there's something that lacks in flavor or okay. substance, it makes it better all the time. Yeah, I. Uh... It's weird. I like spicy things, but hot sauce for me, a lot of hot sauce just tastes like vinegar, and I'm not about that life. I think it might might be related to my not liking salad dressing. Maybe there's some sort of common overlapping thing there that just makes it a no good for no good for me. Yeah, overrated. Uh, I just thought of it. Uh, bagels. Bagels are overrated. Bagels are bagels are fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing about going out to breakfast is when it says. Uh, like, comes with bacon, sausage, or ham, and toast or a bagel. 
and it's toast every time. It's toast every time because it's saying to you, "This breakfast, uh, if you want on the side, we can give you another breakfast." <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like saying like toast or cereal. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it comes with toast or a stack of pancakes with bacon that, in, separate from the bacon that's already coming with this. It comes with toast or a side of another breakfast. Right. We talked about it with Jeff that. Um, a lot of breakfast foods you can go wrong with. Right, like, yeah. Don't fucking do pancakes. Uh, but yeah, bagels are overrated. It's um, like the donuts shitty, boring older cousin. Yes, exactly. I'm a huge proponent of that. When people get bagels at Dunkin' Donuts, they're like, oh, I'll just get a bagel. Like, man. Just get a fucking donut. You're, if you're fucking gonna, if you're gonna party, party right it's not even like bagels are good for you they're not right that's what i'm saying like your body regardless of what your dumb fucking brain thinks your body is partying right now so make it fucking count i came uh i i brought like uh coffee and donuts the other day because i i didn't ask like would you rather a bagel or something like that i I think we both fucking know the deal if you're getting food from dunkin donuts you're making it hashies or right you're, you're going the, the most chocolate fucking donut you can find. So um, I'm finding The Wire. I love The Wire, but I oh, know it's Oh, you're going to say it's overrated? I, I love it, and I know it's overrated. It might be a little overrated, um, but it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Carcetti. Care so little about him. Is it Carcetti? It's Carcetti, isn't it? Or is it Maybe. Car- probably. It's, <laughs> I'm probably saying it wrong. Um, I've been paying attention to the show, and I'm probably saying it wrong because I care so little. Uh Bubs is lucky that I'm pronouncing his name right because I don't fucking care about you, Bubbles. Um, but I do. Li- I'm on season four, and I like the I like the kids. <laughs> I like <laughs> way uh, to not be creepy. Right. I like uh, I like that storyline. Yeah, I did, I did dig that one as well. Uh, it's tough for me to say the wires overrated just because I love it so much and it's like my second favorite show. But people treat it like it's fucking. But you're gospel. you're Breaking Bad over the wire, right? Uh, it's very close. It's very close. It's one of those two. Oh, okay. And then like the, the Sopranos might be third. Yeah. So, uh, so I I think that the I'd go Sopranos over The Wire. Um, but I don't know. There's so many things about The Wire that I'm super interested in, and so many that I'm. I not. think I would basically put, whenever I, think I, I would see put The Wire over The Sopranos. Uh, whenever I see someone in a suit in The Wire, I like. Ugh. Get into fucking Paul Rudd mode, uh, wet out American summer, just fucking like dragging my head around. <laughs> so no, um, but yeah, I, I I love it, but it's for sure overrated. Um, lastly, let's end with a little uh, VPs because the finale is coming up, and you hadn't seen last week's episode when we did Monday's episode, so we couldn't talk about it. I think that this, the last, the, the most recent episode is the low moral point of a show that has already burned down a woman's house. <laughs> I see. I don't. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with that assessment because did we talk? We talked about it on Monday's podcast, right? Where I hadn't seen it, but you were right. saying that like, there were like two unforgivable things that happened in yeah. that episode. I only kind of saw one. I, I, um, I don't know if I said there were two. I'm you did say there were two. I remember. Really? Yeah. I was, I was watching it, and I was looking for a second one, and I was like, hmm, don't see it. Uh, but think. I, yeah, I can't remember a second one either. I, uh, I don't know if, if that's the worst thing that they've done. They literally burned down yeah, our house. So burning down their house is <laughs> just is horrible, but 
I think learning that someone is an alcoholic and the light bulb going off like, I know what we can do to them is just the meanest fucking thing. It's like outing somebody. Like, you, right. like nobody has the right... And filming them. Right, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, like No one has the right to, to decide that. someone's alcoholism, especially when back. they've quit, <laughs> needs to come back. Like, And you're, I was laughing so hard because the shit that uh, Belinda was doing when she was... Drinking she got ratchet. was so <laughs> fucking funny, but it's fucking when she, horrible. When she was on top of the cop car yeah. and it was just like a fucking, yeah, not a stream. I was like, wow, Spray. amazing. And when she's talking to the people outside, she's like, "I'm a fuck yo man. What's your problem?" Like screaming at everybody. Uh, that was, was great stuff. <laughs> it was, it, it, that's the thing. It was great stuff. That was that was television gold, and it was just such a horrible thing. <laughs> but that's that, that. Those were the reviews that I read on Vice Principals before it even started. Was like, you. This is a show about very bad people, yeah. and you almost can't root for them. Uh, but it's supremely funny and entertaining. And you're going to feel uncomfortable watching it because you can't root for anybody. Yeah. Uh, great move from that episode as well. Uh, phrasing it, let her suck my penis. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of saying, got a blowjob yeah. from. He, uh, when he's arguing with <laughs> with uh, Snodgrass. That poor other teacher that he hooked up with. Oh, yeah. He's so fucking mean so to mean her. So mean to her, but it's the best. And the best part is, like, they, they cast... A nice-looking lady in that role. Like he talks about her like she's gross and like he's so ashamed of her. Where in reality, this guy is such an asshole and he's such a fucking loser that he should be totally fine with being with this woman. I think that the best so part. I think it. the best part of that show is that Gamby is the meanest to the people who are the nicest to him. Yes, yeah. You <laughs> you call that pretty early yeah. too uh, because. The nicest person on the show to him is, is the, the stepdad. Yeah, the stepdad, uh, the teacher that he let him let give him a blowjob, uh, and and <laughs> Belinda Brown. Now, as soon right. as Belinda Brown was being nice to him, yeah. he was like, "All right, time to fuck this." Bitch. Right? She she basically says, "Like, all right, you know what? I've 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 recognized I've come around you on you. As, yeah, like you're my guy. Okay, we're gonna do this together." And he says, "I know what we can do." <laughs> It's so fucking horrible. I'm very excited for the finale. Me it's too. become a very good show. I'd forgotten about the show because it didn't have a sh- uh, during it uh, skipped Labor yeah Day. Labor Day. Um, but yeah, man, it came back full force. Shouts to whoever is the music curator for that show because uh, Belinda Brown's meltdown was set to um, a Christmas fucking miracle. Yeah, run, run the, the jewels. jewels. Yeah, and. That's, That's awesome. a really good song to play while something tragic is happening. <laughs> so uh, that was great. Okay, I think that we've run pretty long, but I have. Uh, I wanted to get into two of the actual segments that I. Brought oh, okay. Up in. So I have a I have a weekly special. Okay, and I have a send it back. So my right. weekly special. Uh, so we're gonna need another minute. We are. We are. <laughs> we're gonna need another minute here. Uh, my weekly special this week is Bruce Springsteen. Oh, okay. Because I I got free. T- I ended up getting free tickets to the Bruce show at Gillette um, on Wednesday, nice. and I'm not a big Bruce guy. Like I, but you go I, I recognize that that Bruce is good. Yeah. But I've never understood the 
intense fascination with him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for, I couldn't turn it down. I've heard that he's always been a great show. Uh, so I, I went and I get it. I get it now. Nice. I uh, I would definitely go back anytime he comes comes here. Uh, he played for like four and a half hours. It was so much fun the entire time. Uh, started off pretty slow into like slow songs, and then like the the second half was just fucking flames. I yeah. So I I kind of did that with uh, with Pearl Jam, whereas like I know that they're really good. Um, in a past life, I'd been a huge fan of theirs, but I was like, man. You guys go crazy for this shit, yeah. and you're kind of freaking everybody <laughs> out. Um, yeah, how many uh, how many females were there? Like a good amount, and a and lot time? of hot moms. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, and there I, was a dude in front of me who was like mi- a middle aged dude, and he was fucking killing it. That's there awesome. was a lot of lot of dancing old dads, and I was uh, I, I was into it. Love dancing old dads at concerts. Uh, I went to the Face to Face tour. I did. I just threw up deuces because it was uh the second face-to-face tour with elton john and billy joel and uh there was a dancing old dad and he got out of control really quick (laughs) and before you knew it he was making out with some girl and his family was there and they had to like leave his like family had to (laughs) to evacuate they had to leave and be like we and we need to get you out of here, and now we have to talk. <laughs> wow! Ouch! Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that there were women there because I would hate for that to be true. That Bruce Springsteen fans are just old white sports writer dudes. I mean, it was all like it was, the majority of people there were like old white people. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was a fun crowd. That's cool. Um, of the concerts this week in Boston. Uh, so it was Springsteen once, Adele twice. Uh, I went to none of those three shows, and it's, I have zero interest in seeing Adele. In that's concert. the thing; it pisses me off that I've gotten to such a point w- with Adele. Uh, I think it's been expressed on both of our ends how we feel about the reception to Adele. Speaking of overrated things, yeah. Adele. <laughs> yes. Oh God, uh, Queen. But it sucks because like. One of my friends posted some videos from the Adele show when she was singing To Make You Feel My Love, and it's, like, beautiful, and it's awesome. And I was like, that seems great. I would have loved to be there and to enjoy this, but no, I wouldn't, because <laughs> then she would have started playing Rumor Has It, and I would have had to hear people talking about how Rumor Has It is the fucking greatest song of our time, and then I would walk out. So Adele fans really ruined Adele, and... uh if we hadn't already given out Little Bitch of the Week, then I would have tossed that on Adele fans. But uh, you know what? We may, Maybe there are more communal uh, Little Bitches of the Week in the future. Uh, here's my send it back. It's a weird one. Uh, this week I bought shaving cream, and I bought lemon-lime shaving big, cream. Big send it back for you. <laughs> yeah. I uh, send it back. I don't need feet. this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Lemon-lime shaving cream. Don't fucking get it. Don't need it. Lemon lime shaving. Why did you do that? Just because I had no idea why that that it exists, so I had to buy it and experience it. And it's it's like, why would you do that? Oh yeah, I'm. You don't need flavors for shaving cream. Yeah, I'm just first. I'm so surprised they make it, and I'm surprised. I I mean, I, I'm a Barbasol guy through and through, and That's, I assumed it was, that it was you Barbasol. Would be. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? Like I, I like the scent of Barbasol. Or maybe it's, uh, it might be Gillette. 
Ah, uh, so that sounds like some. That sounds like a fucking Gillette move. I'll have to um, check. Yeah, I assumed that that you'd be like a straight up barb. It's weird. I want to give you credit for being adventurous, but this this is also a huge. What did you expect thing? Well, I just I needed to I needed to know like what the fuck is lemon lime shaving cream? Like what is it? I know what it is. What it's for. When you're done shaving and the, the woman comes over to lick your face, it tastes good for. Because Spoiler of shaving. Alert, I don't use it on my face. Ah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just like I, 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 lemon lime is a thing that's directly associated with food or drink. Yes. Like food and drink. It's yes. like you, well, it's, you, you, these you, are edible things. You, yeah. cons- you consume lemon lime yes. things. So, like, to make something that you should not consume, put it in your mouth, like... Yeah, like, I wouldn't use, like, orange crush face wash. (laughs) That's... It's just, it's, like, tempting people to just fucking eat the shaving cream. Fuck, that sounds so gross. It, it, so the only thing that it's different about it is that it's, it's, it has, like, a smell. It's scented, like, lemon-lime, kind of. But, but wouldn't you just market it towards more towards the smell than like a taste? But why would you want to smell like le- that? Sounds like first of all, it sounds it's weird. sticky as fuck. <laughs> because I'm it's just thinking of normal but, shaving cream, but, but it just smells. It's different. like Sierra Mist shaving cream. <laughs> right. Um, that sounds fucking terrible. It's a weird thing, and, and I don't also, need it. You got to choose. You got to pick and choose which things you use that are going to smell. Uh, what kind of body wash do you use? I don't use body wash. I use soap. You passed. You use fucking soap. <laughs> you use like lever 2020 lever, whatever it's called. Yeah. You use the Dove. the cleanest non-scented soap. That's what you fucking do. If you use body wash. The only wash, time that I use body wash is at a hotel because the hotel soap always sucks and it makes me feel like yeah. my skin feels shitty after I use it. Right. Because there's like. There's nothing in that yeah, shit. <laughs> bad, bad. Um, yeah. I. Uh, yeah, you, you have to choose what you're going to put on yourself that smells, you know? Um, whether it's a particularly smelly shampoo, like if you're using if you're using cologne, depending right. on how strong your deodorant is and everything, you can't have a bunch of fucking smells. Right, so once. you don't want like, you don't want your hair product to smell like if you, something and then like you put a cologne on your, your torso right. and then you use fucking lemon lime shaving cream on your, your crotch yeah. and then you got like so many different smell Quite regions frankly, going on. you're going to smell like trash, okay? <laughs> so, so honey, please. Send uh, that shit back.